When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is a show in season three. If you didn't know, we included the Dean. Wiggler and Jazz here till it ends. Meet up to pass or fail Dean Dale with all of our friends. The brightest timeline's here to shine the way. Community building is here to stay. Yeah, that's right, everybody. We are back here with community building. Uh, as you can tell, I am not doing an impression of Josh Wiggler. I don't know that I would be able to do a voice impression of Josh Wiggler. Uh, I'm just Sterling here, as always. Uh, and this time, I did have to get a Josh Wiggler impressionist, though, to try to replace him in this moment for this week. Uh, and so, of course, I brought in the one, the only, shut up, Tim. Tim, how are you? Community may be over, but we're just getting started with community <laughs> billing. I know that's not how the show it starts, but uh, <laughs> yes, I, I am fat Josh Wiggler. Um, so happy and glasses Josh Wiggler. I was going to say, right? would you so, rather be old Josh Wiggler, fat Josh Wiggler, glasses Josh Wiggler? <laughs> honestly, I'd rather just be Josh Wiggler. I mean, who doesn't want to be Josh Wiggler? Be. Yeah. And, and what a, what a, if I'm going to have to do an impression, it would be great. I love pizza. Um, <laughs> um, wow, you sound just like Josh. Hey, he always shouts about how much he loves pizza. Yes, yes. The key and like the key to a, a really good impression, because we, we do see a lot of impressions in this episode of the community, is really like don't try too hard to do the voice, but make sure you say the person's name that you're impersonating. Is always be you like gotta say a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Especially like, <laughs> I love the, uh, I, I have to say, like, oh, I'm sure we'll get into the different impressions by the different study group members, but, like, 
Shirley as Oprah is oh just the best. Like, Holly Schwartz! Yeah. Like, I can't. She's, I mean, maybe it's just like, a, I don't know if it's an easy impression. Shirley's really good at it, or if it's both. It's both. But... I mean, I don't think it's that easy because I was just going to try it, but I don't think I have an Oprah in me except like, you get a car, right? <laughs> you get I'm, a car. You get a car. I'm yeah. Josh Wiggler and I love pizza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I think, I, yeah, the, the impressions this week were really, really fun. Like, that's like half of, I mean, that's like most of the joy in this. And pausing yeah. and like I paused to like see who's in the background to figure out some of the, they were like, also, you know, when this came out, uh, what was current? It, I had to figure out like, who is this supposed to be? There was like a, there was like yeah. a pop star woman in the background at one point that I could not figure out if it was Lady Gaga or Katy Perry or something. I mean, around this time, it could be either. Like they both yeah. came, came around, I think, and like got their fame around the same time. If, if I'm, I can't, I'm not saying this is fact because I probably am wrong, but mm -hmm. it feels like they're from the same era at yeah. least. But yeah. I feel like if she wasn't wearing a meat dress, then it probably wasn't Lady Gaga. Because that's like the thing, right? Did she have blue hair? Because that would be like she, Katy Perry probably. She, it, see, but it was like a platinum blonde and then she had like mm. blue eyes. So I couldn't like figure out who. Mm. I was like, I was like, what does Kesha look like? That would have been someone back then. I don't even uh, think I know what Kesha looks I like. I don't think I do <laughs> Maybe What a terrible was, impression yeah, to have do, then. Do, you, like, do oh. you know what Fergie looks like? Was it Fergie? Could it been? It definitely seemed like a pop star at some point. Yeah. So. Fergie, I think, is less blonde and more like mm. brunette. Um, so Will is saying he he thinks it's Lady Gaga. Oh, okay. See, I I thought that was too. So yeah. Um, so maybe it maybe it was Lady. I'm just thinking like maybe they didn't want to go out for the meat dress. You know, I, that can get really expensive. I, I feel like you could do the pointy one though. Didn't she have like a spike one? Like I feel like that. Oh, is, uh, was it on the shoulders? Yeah, like, I, I, like yeah. Yes. I feel like she had spikes everywhere. Maybe I'm just remembering the the Weird Al uh, parody song uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> dress this or perform this way where he makes fun <laughs> of Lady Gaga and he has a really pointy one. Um, so uh yeah yeah but there are definitely I, I can't wait to get into all the impressions mm -hmm. and i have to say i did i do think i've seen more movies since re-watching this episode and i feel like i recognize more people as a result of that i'm like i now know who marlon brando is <laughs> there like, a oh. long time ago i didn't know who that was or just um, like well, did you have you seen him fat or not fat? That's the big question because I've fat seen Brando him in The Godfather. Is, which okay. version is he skinny well, Marlon Brando? Well, there? that is skinny Brando wearing like he put he put like uh like cloth in his cheeks to make himself seem fat. I and, knew that, yes, because yeah. he to make his and because he talks so weirdly in The Godfather. Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> okay, here comes a here comes a Godfather impression. <laughs> Hey, I'm the Godfather. Forget about it. <laughs> 10 out of 10. See, this is once I saw the episode was contemporary impressionists, I thought, who is the best at impressions? It's oh, definitely shut up, Tim. It's definitely not me, but I will try. <laughs> you give me someone, I'll try, try an impression. I have a couple of good go tos, but like, I am impressions are not what I'm known for. So get ready for some. <laughs> I'll I'll give anything you throw at me a shot. So. See, that's why you're here, Tim. That's exactly why you're here talking about community with us. <laughs> um, but yeah, this episode is definitely one that 
I mean, to me, the most notable thing that happens is definitely like it's the beginning of the Changening, right? Mm -hmm. Like very end of the episode, we're like, oh man, because I think Josh has been waiting for it. Like, and we'll get yeah. we will get his like brief Changening thoughts next week uh, yeah. for the next episode. But it's it's the start of an era of season three. Where for for me personally, not my favorite. But it's the start, nonetheless, of that specific era. And so, like, everything leading up to that is, like, it is a weird storyline, but I, it is very community of, like, Abed to, like, be hiring all these, like, in, uh, uh, celebrity impressionists to perform different movies with him. And he, of course, gets into deep, deep debt. Yes. Um, and poor Troy is left being the responsible one, which yep. sounds very funny coming out of my mouth that, like, Troy is the responsible one makes no sense. It yeah, but it also like I think Troy doesn't work very well in this episode. I mean, he's got a you know, him being the straight man completely is like not the most fun and yeah. he's got a couple moments that made me laugh really hard. Like there's there's one clearly where I think that uh um Donald Glover like improvs something at the end of a scene where he just like starts dancing as like uh yes. you know, Jackson 5 dancing um which I think is like just something that he probably did at the end of the take uh which worked made me laugh really hard but but yeah the the changing starts which of course is not my favorite either but um, there is one element of, of the Chang, the Chang uh, Empire, uh, which I love, and we. This is the episode where he's introduced, and uh, remind me, does has Josh met? Moby impress impersonator because I know oh he hasn't seen Moby impersonator he hasn't all. seen him yet and it's funny because it's like this guy is always Moby like on how I met your mother he's Moby too yeah. and it's just like this poor guy can only get hired for this it's so sad yeah the Moby impersonator is like great like uh and then what yeah. he becomes I mean I, I don't want to spoil so I won't yeah. say what happens but I mean we kind of if you know you know you, you can see the thought yeah. bubble right um but uh yeah great I love Moby impersonator in this yeah thing. yeah <laughs> Uh, well, let's let's hop right in. Let's mm -hmm. jump right into the episode, uh, which aired back in March of 2012. Uh, we have Kyle Nuwacek as the director, and we start off in study hall. And it, it's a little strange because this they were aired out of order. So the last episode we covered was supposed to happen after this episode. So everyone's returning to school after winter break. Yeah. And everyone's kind of updating each other on what they got up to. And Shirley's like, oh, I was in charge of casting the play. You know, baby Ben was baby Jesus. And it was so great. Um, and we find out Pierce digitized his entire movie collection. Goodbye, VHS. Hello, Selectivision CED video disc. Yeah. Is this a thing? Uh, I, that This was, uh, you know, I, I like work in video production and deal with media and stuff. And this thing I had to Google. Uh, it's it's definitely an old thing. It would be, uh, it's like, uh, it's more obscure than Betamax. Betamax would be a, a, a go-to joke I think most people <laughs> would get. But uh, yeah. this was like a defunct DVD. They didn't go with DVDs or HD DVDs. This is what you ended up with. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
I also thought uh, I thought Shirley's joke was good, but I, I thought her delivery was a little too quick. Like I, it, uh, she she talks about how her all her family are in the nativity play, and she was in charge of casting, and that that was the joke was she cast all of her own mm-hmm. family members as the nativity. So uh, thought that was funny. She just says it really quick. So I watched it three times for this episode of uh, Community yeah. Building. So I caught it on like two or three i think the i think the best shirley material definitely comes from her impressions as oprah in this episode (laughs) like that is where she shines in this particular episode um but i would agree with you that i don't think this episode doesn't highlight every character's strong suits specifically troy you mentioned and we'll get into it a little bit i think it's a little tough when you have him as your straight man in these episodes because he's not usually the straight man um he's usually going along with abed's antics and so to see him trying to corral these cats basically um not not an easy job for troy and i don't think one that like he really thrives in as much as a character yeah and i I really think this episode kind of like is meant to highlight all the impersonators and all of their impressions rather than their characters. Cause even if you think about Abed, like Abed's not really served much in this episode other than right. he's participating in these reenactments, right. Or, or uh, yeah, in the different movies where he's enjoying mm-hmm. the impressions. We really get a lot of French Stewart and we get a lot of uh, like Ab or Troy trying to save Abed. But, but for the most part, you know, it's a lot of Jeff and, and Britta, doing their thing yeah and um yeah annie's kind of invisible uh, yeah uh shirley's great uh i like i like pierce's stuff in this episode so um, yeah it's not the worst pierce episode i gotta say like he does have some decent content as far as pierce goes like it's not great pierce but it's not as bad of pierce as we were used to seeing it it definitely feels like this is where like the behind the scenes stuff really starts happening big time uh in the community set where I, i feel like there is a reason why uh uh, Chevy Chase is like alone in a lot of his scenes, right? Yeah, he's been alone in a lot of episodes recently, and you could totally tell that it's like they don't want to work with him anymore. So he's he's really relegated to like his own private moments, um, which sometimes work and sometimes don't. Uh, and I think a lot of it too, like we talked last episode about the the end scene where he's yeah. doing the ice cream cone situation, and, he, and like that's classic Chevy Chase. Yeah, but you know? how, how? Well, here. How do you not like that? That is like, I mean, it's, it's just, I don't know. It just doesn't make me laugh like other things do. It's just not as funny to me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love, I love that. I'm, I'm glad that the, the chat uh, voted. Yeah. Chat it, did uh, vote it up ahead, and we've so. gotten other feedback that they like it. So I'm glad yeah. everybody else loves it. You know what? More for you all to enjoy. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, so Britta is super excited because she's taking a psych class. <laughs> of course, she's excited for psych. Uh, and she says at the end of the, at the, for her midterms, she gets to diagnose a student. So that's <laughs> super great. <laughs> yes. And she, uh, um, she, she diagnosed, uh, what, um, oh, Annie, Annie with, uh, uh, accusational opposition disorder um <laughs> because Annie's like i don't think that's a good idea and uh yep yeah turns yeah. out she's right yeah. um and in comes jeff he has even more swagger <laughs> than he used to and i thought this was so funny uh 
like going through my own like mental health journey over the past couple of years and then seeing what Jeff is like (laughs) (laughs) he just comes in and Britta's like this is so terrible what little self-doubt you have is the only thing keeping your ego penned in you're a textbook narcissist and Jeff's just like, I'm ex- I'm an exceptional narcissist. <laughs> yeah, I'm an exceptional narcissist. And then uh, I liked when he's like, yeah, over the break, I decided to go to a new uh, shrink. And uh, Britta goes, what? Hello? And then he goes, hello. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> it's this this storyline doesn't necessarily work for me especially when we get to the party the, the jeff yeah. of it all is not my favorite yeah but i i do love this this very small moment in the study hall where they're just like jeff with anti-anxiety meds it's just like he has no cares now right like before he'd be at least a little concerned with the way people look at him but now he's so chill <laughs> yeah he's very chill he's he likes leonard he's not gonna yell at leonard he's gonna be nice to him <laughs> uh yeah and I, the look on his face he's always doing this just like such a relaxed like kind of like perma smile like early on in the episode works really well and i feel uh, like they specifically styled different jeans around him this episode as well like those jeans looked like cool guy jeans i don't know yeah well i mean uh, to be honest i did not look at his jeans (laughs) i did i did take a peek at those abs uh by the way and uh (laughs) oh my gosh i mean uh, obviously they're writing uh him shirtless as much as possible because yeah. uh, Joe McHale's yoked as, as possible. So, yeah. Um, and so we find out that Abed has hired an impersonator to play Tommy Lee Jones in The Fugitive. <laughs> yeah. And so he's like, <laughs> he's like, I didn't kill my wife. <laughs> yeah. And he runs. Yeah. And he's like, I don't care, you fugitive. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because I've seen The Fugitive since I last saw this episode. Oh, so now okay. I get that so joke. Now you get it. Yeah. Now I get it. Yeah. Uh, and Troy's like, this is great. What are you talking about? And Danny says he spent New Year's locked in our bathroom with a bad Tom Hanks from Castaway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jeff, Jeff is like, yeah, of course he would uh, He would play Wilson, of Wilson, course. Yeah, the, the volleyball. Yep, he's the volleyball. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> And so Britta wants to do an intervention, 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 intervention. And everyone's like, no, we don't do many interventions. This is enough. Troy is like, come on. He's having fun. Let him be. Yeah. Britta Uh, would like the gang from uh, uh, How I Met Your Mother, right? They have the intervention banners. Oh, yeah. Yes. She would love. She would diagnose every single one of them. 100%. Uh, and so then Abed is still playing the fugitive and Chang comes in and shoots a freaking dart <laughs> like at them. And I don't understand how this dart breaks glass, but it does. It's a high powered uh, dart gun. Apparently it, it, it smashes, glass. you know, Greendale has low quality glass as well. Like the glasses, That's fair. they probably paid for like the thinnest glass pane possible. Yeah. Well, they probably replaced that glass like a hundred times at this point. Right. Like a couple of yeah, paintball games, paint- the, I was zombies. Say the paintball game. Yeah. I think the zombies, they probably broke the glass. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, then we go into the Dean's office. Uh, where the Dean is furious with Chang and he says, if you would have hit a small student with the tranquilizer gun, they could have died. I love, yeah. 80% of the power for Greendale comes from the next door neighbor's uh, apartment complex. (laughs) 
Yeah, and Jenks just like, don't worry, I have a flashlight for killing small students. Like it's totally cool. Uh, he's like, I'm only one person, and he gets, starts giving Dean this like pouty face. And Dean's like, you think you're you're convincing me, but all you're reminding me is how much I hate Renee Zellweger. Yeah, poor burn on Renee Zellweger, who bought. Oh. You know, back then, I'm not sure if you remember, but uh, she was in all the tabloids because she had like pretty bad. Uh, plastic surgery that like made her face super see, squinty. I didn't and, know that yeah. uh, now I see there's like a candy that's like a joke it's this extreme sour lemon candy and it has like a caricature of her face and now I now she, I see the resemblance yeah she's yeah she's um she's uh gone ahead and like got it reversed or fixed or so. I think yeah. she looks a lot better than she did but like right after the movie Cold Mountain things just like yeah she was sucking on a lemon the whole time or something <laughs> That's so horrible. And so uh, he's like, you know what? You could bring on interns as uh, or students as interns. Maybe give them like a credit in math or something. Or he sa- yeah. He says uh, in safety or math or something. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Uh, and, he, and so Chang says, thank you, sir. You won't regret this unless I rise up against you. I don't know why I said that. Bye. Okay. Nope. <laughs> And then he like then he like goose steps out of the office. Like a weird march, and he's like saluting like something. Yeah, yeah he's like he's like uh, I don't know what if he's speaking a language or just making yeah. sounds. Zoo, yeah. yeah, like it just makes no sense. He's just marching out of there. Uh, so we all should know like bad things are going to yeah. happen. Very yeah, soon. the dean, the dean really should pay attention. Yeah. By the way, I love the deep office. I love the Dalmatian poster. I just have to point that out. It's pretty. Yeah. The good. more they add to it, the better it gets. Yeah. Like they love. They love. I. I always imagine they're like, okay, every episode we have to add in one more Dalmatian themed item. Uh, mm-hmm. Whenever we're going to see the dean's office. Um. So we're in the hallway, and Britta tells Jeff she was right. She says, without anxiety, keeping your vanity in check, you're vulnerable to a syndrome called hyper narcissosis. Narcissosis. Yeah, she says, look at this apple is your ego. Imagine <laughs> it expanding to the point of critical mass, taking over your whole personality, making you an uncontrollable monster. And he's just like, why would you use that in your metaphor? That makes no sense. And also, it's a gross, red, oh. delicious apple. Well, yes. I mean, the, what is there is no not gross, red, delicious apple like. But whoever named it one is was trolling everybody. And number two, mm-hmm. like every other apple, it's the lowest apple there could possibly like I would eat a crab apple before I eat a red delicious apple. That's what I'm saying. And I feel like they're making fun of they're trolling Britta here that she likes red delicious apples because no human likes red delicious apples. They're disgusting. Yeah, it's it's just like mealy and it has like this thick skin on it. That's just like. Ugh. Is it? I feel like it. Maybe it's the apple you most want to see get exploded. I feel like when they do mm. those, like those, like uh, YouTube slow mo videos where they shoot apples yes. with with bullets, uh, it's always a red delicious, right? Well, because they have so many extra, because no one wants to yeah, eat them. That, but hey. they're always the ones that are like in the photos of like, oh, you give a teacher an apple. Mm-hmm. It's always a red delicious. Yeah. I don't know if it's because of the bumpy bottom that it's just more identifiable as an apple, but like they're gross. People stop stop eating them. Yeah. Pick up a pink lady or a, or a, a Fuji or a, yeah. a, um, honey, a crisp. honey crisp. Yeah, That's there you go. go-to. They're yeah, more expensive, yeah. but they're worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't buy red delicious. Even like the, the, the name is not yeah. apropos like mm-hmm. red delicious. Who said? 
no one <laughs> yeah uh so leonard is like looking good jeff and he's just like thanks leonard like there's no shut up leonard like we missed the shut up leonard <laughs> yep uh <laughs> looking good jeff and he's like uh thank you for the compliment leonard and thank you for your service yeah <laughs> Uh, and so Jeff's like, I can pull off aviators now. Uh, and she's oh, there was like, there was a joke uh, where uh, Britta runs up to Jeff and says, uh, "Oh, I just I just looked something up," and he's like, "What about Danny Thomas? Me too. Wasn't that weird?" And like to me, I was like, "I don't get this at all." So I googled mm -hmm. Danny Thomas and learned a lot about Danny Thomas, who uh, was like a star from the 1940s who founded the saint jude medical hospital what? Uh, yeah he's like a really nice person <laughs> nothing weird in his wikipedia as far as i could tell so i i think what the joke was going is, on at this time that that's the joke i i, I so random like i like i had no i I, st I didn't get it i wouldn't have got it then i still don't get it now but i guess the joke is like he's such a normal person that he's not weird at all <laughs> sometimes these like community episodes are so steeped in like the time period they're written in that you're like wait what was going on at this point in time like we were alive like yeah. we were active human beings at that time but like i don't what's happening yeah but also it's like back then like this is what like dvds uh they knew like dvd copies would come out but most right. people would never watch this episode again uh yeah. no probably no tivo uh maybe at this point so no one could rewind to hear every no, joke no, so 20, 2012 there might have been tivo tivo i was out of high school so i think probably there was hmm. if not it was coming soon uh, oh, um i can do an impersonation of a tivo a tivo please do here we go. Boop, boop. Nailed it. Yep. <laughs> A plus. Yeah, pretty good, right? I can also do Tebow if you want. Here. <laughs> For those who were just listening to the podcast, Tim just did an impression of Tim Tebow and she mm -hmm. just got on one knee. <laughs> Um, so uh Brito warns him you need to stay off those meds uh you have to stay away from flattering situations weddings soft lighting formal wear gay bars and take those off and then we get one of the best dean moments probably in the history of the show um i don't even know how i'm gonna go about describing this uh... but it's essentially he walks up and he sees jeff he just collapses onto the floor and he starts making noises like, uh, Yeah, the Dean is done after after this. He's even like, this is because uh, this is because uh, Jeff, of course, is now confident enough to wear uh, aviator aviators, sunglasses. Yeah. He's so good looking. I yeah. mean, to be fair, everyone looks better with aviators. Yeah, right. Come but on. yeah, it, he looks like he's the the lead pilot at Beefcake Airways, right? Is what he says. Um, which I wonder, I wonder if uh, uh, how their labor uh, shortages are handling right now, Beefcake uh, <laughs> Airlines. Um, but uh, yeah, so the yeah the best Dean moment. And by the way, this is like all time great. Yeah. You can also tell, like in the edit, they let him go. They Hell, let Jim like Rash just do yeah, what he, he wanted. stops and just has another twitch mm -hmm. at the end. That's so good. Jim Rash. The spasm is, is my so favorite. Amazing. Yes, yeah. the, the big spasm when his like he like extends his whole <laughs> yeah. body and he crunches it back yeah. up. Yeah, it's so yeah. funny. And it's then so he, ridiculous. Then he's like, oh, even his shadow is hot. Oh. <laughs> 
it's so good like i think i think like the we're blessed with season three in that jim rash is finally allowed to just kind of do whatever he wants like mm-hmm. i think they just finally realized they had such golden jim rash and they had to start including him more because everything he does is so funny as dean and I, the thing with jeff is just it's always so good when he's he's just like obsessed with jeff and i can't like i don't even know how to describe what this moment even is beyond just pure gold yeah and i know that like jim rash has said that it like his goal is to touch uh joel McHale in like every scene but yeah. like he can't even get close enough to touch jeff at this moment like you can see his hand going up to like want to touch him and then he just falls over and like can't handle yeah jeff's appearance with the, the ray bed or the aviators on yeah it's so great um and then we see chang trying to get people to sign up for his security internship and nobody nobody wants to be there <laughs> nobody yeah. wants to be involved with that see the world you won't really but uh but just, <laughs> just sign up <laughs> he has like uh, a I want you like a uncle yes. sam a thing where it looks funny so yeah uh we have vinny from the doppelgang mm-hmm. uh he approaches abed he says he impersonates so they're like oh who do you look like he's like yeah french french stewart because that is french stewart yes yeah (laughs) and uh french stewart of course Uh, have you seen third rock from the sun i have not oh he plays he's like the breakout character on that show he plays uh uh, you know, it's it's about four aliens who come to Earth who uh, disguise themselves as hu- uh, humans okay. and are gathering information for their alien overlords. And maybe they're invading. I don't know. But John Lithgow is the head of the family. Oh, my and, God. Um, and uh, a male alien gets put into the body of a female. I, oh, I forget her name right now. I'm going to have to look it up. She's really great, too. But JGL, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, as a kid, <gasps> it plays an old alien in a young person's body. And most of his jokes oh, are, are so fun. Him, him dealing with puberty. And French Stewart is the communicator. And he is just like the dumbest person in the world until he re- receives a communication. Attention, you are receiving a communication from the big giant head. The big giant head says you are doing things badly. You know, that's what he would. But, the, <laughs> but instead, then his like eyes are completely closed. And he's like, hey, he's just such a weird guy. What a fun show. Third, Third Rock from the Sun, recommend. Yeah, now I want to watch that because that sounds really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we find out Abed owes Vinny three grand uh, because he's been hiring all these impres- impersonators and not paying up. I guess he has a running tab. Uh, and he's like, so he's looking around the the lunchroom table and he's just like, oh, and he notices Jeff and he says he looks like a taller, more handsome Seacrest. And we just see the apple. We like yep. zoom in on Jeff's eye into like his brain and we just see an apple getting bigger. Yeah, we, we even hear like the voice of our French stewards like, wow, you're even more handsome than the guy who's famous for being handsome. <laughs> this also feels like a very 2012 reference. Like Ryan Seacrest would not be the reference nowadays. Uh, yeah, he's that. Well, I mean, it has been how many years? I feel like Seacrest has held on to his handsomeness, I guess. When oh, the last yeah, this time is I... not me saying he got ugly. No. This is me just saying just... he's not as rough. <laughs> Yeah, he's not as yeah, right? Like feels meaner, yeah. actually. Uh, you gotta think back then, like American Idol's the number one show on the yes. air. So they're like yeah. referencing as much American Idol stuff as possible. I'm trying so. to think of who Joel McHale would be 
equated to. So, no. like, is it someone who's really handsome, like that level of handsome, like white with kind of like blondish hair? Yeah, that like handsome. Joel Mc... Oh, maybe like a Ryan Reynolds. Oh, that works. Yeah, they're, they're kind of the I same. Close enough. Yeah, that works. Um, and so, and so, yeah, so then he's like, oh, wow, you all kind of look like different celebrities. He points to Annie and he says, Julie Garland or Anne Hathaway, but you need more teeth. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which was it's kind awesome. of mean. Like, what, where it's is. very mean. <laughs> you also, it's like, where is Anne Hathaway in her career now? I feel like they're not making fun of Princess Diaries, but, uh, maybe it's, uh. Devil Wears Prada? Is that where we're at? I don't know. Gosh, Devil Wears Prada. When did that come out? I mean, she was still definitely relevant. Uh, 2006. So yeah, it's been six years since Devil Wears Prada comes out by the time this is out. Okay. Um, But yeah, I mean, obviously, and this isn't even the only... In Hathaway joke they've made. They had the the one on the uh, mixology certification, oh, right? Yes, where they talk about Annie looking like Anne Hathaway. I mean, she's a white woman with big eyes and big facial features. Like, of course, she's going to get compared to Anne Hathaway. Um, right. Shirley she's... is Oprah, which you know, of course. Uh, Troy and Britta are both Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's a rare two Michael Jackson situation. <laughs> Like, By the way, talk about British. What? Yeah, <laughs> White Jacko is probably the highlight joke of the whole episode. <laughs> like, uh, I would put White Jacko on the dean's list if it wasn't. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, and then we have Pierce, who thinks he's Burt Reynolds, but uh, Vinny keeps saying Fat Brando, mm-hmm. which... and they both keep saying at the same time, mm-hmm. and they both say what, whatever. Yeah, they both complete each other's sentence or like talk over each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, Fat Brando. <laughs> yeah. And so then he's like, you know what? If you work for me for six hours, Abed's debt will be wiped clean. And so Annie is against this. She wants to put her foot down. Uh, she's just like, if if we keep playing make-believe to bail Abed out, he won't he won't understand it. He won't grow up. Uh, and Jeff says that playing Ryan Seacrest isn't a safe situation for him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this has been Troy's like shame on you. Yes. Abed's been here for all of you. Surely who got you a DVD of Precious based on the novel Push by Sapphire and a copy of the novel Push autographed by Sapphire. <laughs> very good joke. Very good. That was it's very timely too because that is a long named mm-hmm. movie and that movie like I think is in the pop cultural conscious because of the the name being so long you know, it yeah. was also nominated for oscars and stuff but uh uh don't i don't hear too many push references nowadays um no no this this whole episode feels very of the time yeah right um, um but yeah. i like what troy said to uh to uh pierce uh pierce who came over to your house in the middle of the night when you forgot how to fart <laughs> <laughs> How did you teach him how to remember how to fart? Yeah. Like, how do you even do that? How do you forget to fart too? Like, what? What? Do you, like, and why does he need to fart? Right? Like, what, what kind of effort are you putting into it? You yeah, know? or lack of effort. I feel like <laughs> I feel like it's a pretty easy thing to remember to do, even if you forgot how. Uh, but yeah. yeah, lots of farts and burps in this episode. Too. Yeah, yeah, there are. Um, and so Troy talks everyone into helping and Vinny tells Troy that if anyone messes up, Abed's debt is overdue and he's going to send two guys that look like Ving Rains and Michael Chiklis. Yep. Is are that, are they wrestlers? No! Are they- <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I 
about? Are they wrestlers? No, these are actors. Vin Bing Rains uh, is in the Mission Impossible movies. Uh, okay. Along with, he's also. Have you seen Pulp Fiction? Um. Wait. Yes, I have. Yes, he is the the Marcellus Wallace. The oh, uh, now I yeah. recognize. Okay, I recognize okay. him now that I've googled him. He wears a lot of hats. Yes, he's and, like a big hat guy, huh? And, and Michael Chiklis was is famous for the Shield. He was also the thing in the first go round of the Fantastic Four. If you okay, Google so him. I don't- him by his face but i remember i remember watching the original fantastic yeah. four and seeing the thing but he's, he's a, like obviously all you know yeah he's an excellent small part in in the classic halloween movie hubie halloween which i highly recommend to everybody check out hubie halloween it's an excellent <laughs> movie do you think when he was a kid he got called michael chicklets absolutely that's probably yeah. why he's so angry like in everything he plays <laughs> like I, you call them yeah yeah well, that's obviously the way you go, you go with it and uh yeah and they they do they're gonna come and do an impersonation of breaking abed's legs by actually breaking his legs right yes, the secret is they're actually breaking them yeah because the doppelgang is a literal gang like they're like yes. an organized mafia group or something yeah Vinny is like the godfather yeah. guy he controls yeah. them all Hey, I'm the Godfather. Forget about it. <laughs> it's so good. It's so perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, great. Let's take let's take a quick ad break, and then we got to come back and we got to talk all through Howie Schwartz's bat mitzvah or bar uh, bar, bar mitzvah. Bar mitzvah. I think it's bar mitzvah for boys and bat mitzvah for girls. You know what? We're gonna take this quick break to find out. We'll be right back. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, we're prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We're back. Uh, um, 
I didn't take any time to look this up. I'm going to look it up right now. Bar Mitzvah. Bar Mitzvah? I don't think you pronounce the R, right? Bar Isn't it a Bar Mitzvah? It's not Bar Mitzvah. Bar Mitzvah? Bat yeah, mitzvah. Bar Mitzvah is for girls. Uh, bot Mitzvah is boys. Yeah, it's okay. Bar. It's definitely Bar. Um, okay. Either way, it's, it's Howie Schwartz's Bar Mitzvah. And Vinny mm-hmm. says, you have to remain in character. No burping, no farting. Like, what? Why would you need to tell people that? Well, no one look isn't the best. I, I mean, if if I'm talking to fake Bono and he burps and farts near me, I'm going to be upset, right? <laughs> but I feel like it's an unspoken rule. Like, don't Just... burp and fart near the guy. Yeah, you can only say lines from your movies. You can only do things that your character would do. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So we see uh, he gives Jeff a suit to wear. And Jeff's like, you know, previously I was really concerned about this, and my, my shrink doubled my dosage. And like, Britta's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Which also is very extreme to go from taking no anti anxiety meds to then taking them and then doubling them within like the span of a week or, or a day. I mean, it was what isn't it like a day later? Maybe like, I, w- I, mean... I figured like this was happening on the weekend, okay, but I truly don't know. Let's hope. Um, and so, yeah, so everybody is dressed as their, like, respective celebrities. Of course, we have Abed as Jamie Lee Curtis because we've had the joke of him being brown Jamie Lee Curtis in the yes. past. Do you know what movie uh, Jamie Lee Curtis he's dressed as, though? Okay, so the only movie that comes to mind when I think of Jamie Lee Curtis <laughs> is not, Freaky Friday. Yeah, I was going to guess 100%. I was like, it's not Freaky <laughs> Friday. He's not going, I'm old! <laughs> Uh, no, what what movie is he dresses her from? I believe he's being her in True Lies when she drops her housewife fa- facade and becomes like a, a secret spy. True Lies starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jamie Lee Curtis, what? and Tom Arnold. It's an excellent movie directed by great James Cameron. I, I recommend it highly. Oh, it's- definitely. I just Googled uh, it and I went to Google Images and she has her hair slicked back, yeah. a tight black dress. Yep. This yeah. tracks red lipstick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If he had done the I'm old, I would have <laughs> definitely gotten the right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So I figured that would be your wheelhouse for uh, Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis. Yes. <laughs> uh, and so uh, Britta's just like, you can't do this, Jeff. But Troy's just like, everybody has to stay in character. Uh, so everything you say, you have to say in a high pitched voice while walking backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's a great danger. <laughs> It's so good. It is so funny. And and her danger. (laughs) Yeah. Her out. Oh, you did it great. Her uh her outfit is so great. Also, like it's funny because her voice is naturally high as well. So like I didn't think she did much to get into the the, the Michael Jackson voice. Yeah. But White Jacko is her she's a great outfit, she, nailing it uh, much better than uh Jackson 5 uh Donald Glover or yeah. uh, Troy's outfit. Yeah, like we said he just he's just like the straight man so he doesn't like the the main things are like you said I I feel like they might have been improvised like the dancing yeah. at the end of a a scene. Um those are probably his best moments because he really he doesn't do much of an impersonation that I'm thinking about beyond yeah. looking like Michael it, Jackson. The be- the best moment is when the old lady walks up to him and says, uh, oh, I'm sorry to hear about your passing. And he's like, me too. Uh, yeah. 
Um, but uh, yeah, I, I also feel like this episode, especially for Troy, is odd because when he does play the straight man, he's much more like manic and like not competent in like yeah. stopping things. Like when Troy tries to fix things, it always like messes up. So they really didn't give him much comedy in this one, I think. So yeah, I'm with you. I, I just don't know that this works as well for Troy as a character. Like it's so much better when it's him and Abed against the rest of the group doing their like nonsense uh, versus him trying to keep Abed in line. Now I will say, I do love the small moment with them later where they're like actually having a serious conversation. I thought that's good. Like character growth. Uh, but in terms of like, I want to see him doing like Jackson five songs. Like it's Donald freaking Glover. Like, <laughs> you know, I just felt like missed opportunity there. Um, but Pierce shows up uh as burt reynolds he has like a mustache on a hat on but the door guy uh won't let him in he's like yeah i don't believe anybody hired you to impersonate burt reynolds no so pierce walks away takes off the hat and stash and he goes in as fat marlon brando um what movies of burt reynolds have you seen jess this is fascinating me you're you're burt movie <laughs> it's it's so bad okay so burt reynolds i'm just gonna google him real quick <laughs> well no, of course at he, first, he looks at like first i uh, got him mixed up with the guy from friends <laughs> oh to, uh tom Selleck. tom Selleck. yeah he looks like tom Selleck oh, with a mustache they both have mustaches, they both have these I really guess. epic mustaches yeah Burt Reynolds. Okay, I'm looking. I'm just pulling up his IMDb to see, honestly, if I've seen yeah. anything. Yeah. Um. Honestly, well, Boogie Nights gets referenced in the the movie or yeah, in the episode later, that. so that's good. Um, um. Oh, I've seen the Longest Yard. Oh, Adam Sandler Longest Yard. Yeah. Or that. or his the original because he's in two Longest. No, yards. I've seen Adam Sandler. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Because <laughs> I'm a monster. <laughs> honestly beyond that i mean he's in a lot of 90s movies but i just don't know that i've seen any of them i don't know what do you know him from um yeah the bandit uh shoot i'm blanking on the name right now of course i'm uh bandit is that's not the name of the movie yeah no it's oh shoot what is it called uh, he plays he, it's a car chase they're basically uh driving beer across state lines um, you know what's interesting it's gonna be like one of his first ones uh all right, Smokey and the Bandit. Sorry, yeah, and Deliverance is like uh, a huge one for him too. You know the banjos? Nope. <laughs> oh, I know that song. Okay, yeah, yeah I know that song. Yeah. Got yeah. it. I gotta be honest. A lot of his movies are two words or one word, and it makes me think that there are a lot of car movies. Well, there he does have a lot of car movies. Like Cannonball Run would be a car movie. Um, <gasps> Oh, you know what else I've seen him in? Hmm. I'm such a monster. <laughs> I've seen him in the Dukes of Hazard movie <laughs> that has just plays Simpson Boss and Johnny Hogg, right? He's, he's wait, does he play Boss Hog? He plays Boss Hog. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I used to love that movie <laughs> again because I'm a monster. <laughs> Everyone has turned off this podcast because we're like, you have terrible taste in films. By the way, I know it's like the end of the 90s, but as the 90s taught me, mm -hmm. there's a TV series he's in called Out of This World with Evie. Uh, it's about a girl who finds out that her dad is an alien and uh, she has magic powers, including if she touches her fingers together, uh, every the world freezes. Like it's... <laughs> 
it's it's amazing and burt reynolds is the voice of the dad who like talks through a cube like it's a uh like you never see him you only hear his voice on the show what yeah i think you would dig that out of this world wild it is end of the 80s so like yeah no but i still want to i still want to check it out just for my own purposes yeah just watch absolutely hilarious you'll dig the theme song for sure so yeah yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, so yeah. So he finally gets in as uh, Fat Marlon Brando. Um, oh, and- did you did you recognize the confused uh, doorman? Yes. Yeah, so uh, my husband knew who he was, and I've seen maybe a few episodes of Workaholics. Mm-hmm. So I knew. I mean, he's so recognizable with the big yeah. hair. I mean, it yeah. was pulled back, but still. He's- I mean. He's got an epic mustache too. That Blake Anderson, of course, from yeah. Workaholics. He would be the one. I mean, all those workaholic guys are pretty famous now, especially uh, uh, the one from. Uh, shoot, I was going to call it Glee, but Pitch Perfect. Uh, oh, the guy from Oh Andy Adam Devine. Adam Devine is a workaholic. Also, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I've seen and I do recognize them. Yeah, because there's Adam Devine. There's Anders. Uh, Anders Holmes. Holmes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But uh, but yeah, so they get in and then Abed is super excited because he's hanging out with Gina Davis, who I've seen uh, um, A League of Their Own now. Uh, that I would have guessed. I, that one I, I had confidence in you for knowing yeah. Gina Davis. So, yeah. Uh, and Troy's just like, go back to your corner. And he's just like, what are you talking about? This is why we're alive. <laughs> it's like, this, is, this is Abed's drug of choice is impersonators. Um, and so Annie runs into Chang at the party and she's like, Oh, what are you doing here? And he's like, Well, my brother's a rabbi. He's he scored me this security gig. They get really intense sometimes. Can you believe some jerk brought a scalpel to a bris? And and this was like a shocking moment to me. I didn't realize, well, one Chang had a brother or B or B. He was a rabbi. He has a brother who's a we've rabbi. Seen, we met him once and it was family day at Greendale that his uh, brother shows up and he's a rabbi. I and it's forgot. Like a thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, my yeah, bad. They're bringing it back. Yeah. Good. Uh, and so uh, Vinny is talking to Troy and he's just like, why is Abed out of his corner? And so Troy goes on with this huge lie about how Jamie Lee Curtis and Lorenzo Lama, Lamas, Lamas, uh, Lamas were in a film together. Uh, and he's like, now I'm just embarrassed for you because you've never seen Lorenzo's oil. He's mm-hmm. an oil tycoon that gets his address book switched with Jamie Lee Curtis's and they give each other piggyback rides. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, uh, Jess, is this going to be embarrassing for you? Because have you seen Lorenzo's oil? I don't know what that is. I also don't <laughs> know movie? who Lorenzo Lamas is. Well, Lorenzo, Lorenzo Lamas is an actor, but he's not in uh, uh, the movie Lorenzo's Oil. I, uh, Lorenzo I figured Lamas, that was a fake movie. Yeah, I think Lorenzo Lamas famously won, like, I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, or there's, like, some reality I remember uh, show that, that show. Yeah, I feel like he won one of those shows. Um, uh, but... Uh, he's also an actor. He's in a, b- a bunch of stuff. Uh, but Lorenzo's oil stars, Nick Nolte. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Lorenzo's oil is about a, a little kid who has like this disease and about the parents who like help like do medical research. And then they like cure, uh, <laughs> cure the disease. It's like super serious what? drama. Oh, it has yeah, from Susan Sarandon in yeah, it. Yeah, Susan Sarandon, uh, female lead. Yep. Um, yeah. And so they like, yeah, pr- pretty weird. 
pretty interesting. <laughs> what a weird reference. Good, like a good joke. It's just like funny because like he's thinking of the first uh, Lorenzo Lamas, of course, will start a thing with his first name. His right? first name in it. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, and so uh, he's just like, I can't believe it. Did you go to college? <laughs> just like this is how he gets Vinny and he walks away. Uh, Jeff is in a suit and comes out and gets like all these like middle aged women, probably like uh, probably I don't know maybe like his aunts or something like how he's aunts or something uh they're just like oh my gosh look how handsome you are and we just see the apple get even bigger yep. the the friends moms it seemed like so they were they were all on uh good thing he wasn't wearing his aviators too oh, like God, they would have uh, lost yeah. it they would have yeah. had a, a dean yeah. moment <laughs> yeah D dean yeah for sure <laughs> they <laughs> Uh, and so, uh, then we have Chang, uh, letting children hold the skull cracker 2000. <laughs> it's terrible. And we just see like him have the little thought bubble of a child army. Yep. Uh, the DJ is a Moby impersonator, but he's like, I, there's nothing here. Like I'm yeah. just impersonator. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you want to like a music request, I'm not an actual DJ. These are just props. Uh, that was great. <laughs> and then Chang's like, Hey, you, you look like one of my friends. And he's like, you're friends with Moby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so we get another dream from Chang of a child army, removing the Dean and planting the Dean lookalike, which yeah. is the Moby impersonator. Mm hmm. So uh, then we have Jeff who's dancing and he's like dipping the older ladies and he can feel his ego yeah. taking over. Yeah, and they, they seem like very close to reaching the big Dean moment as well. After she gets dipped, it. she's like, I've never been dipped like this before. And she's like, <laughs> you have to like do the like, oh, I'm so hot. I got to like <laughs> fan myself off with my hand. <laughs> and so Britta's trying to calm him down. She says, you're not that big of a deal. Do you understand? You have bad posture. When you do too many push-ups, it looks like you have boobs. The tile in your bathroom is tacky. You were emotionally closed off in bed to the point where one time I didn't come up because I couldn't find close enough parking. And my favorite insult of all, you have an unusually high butt crack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and Jeff's like, oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> thank you for lying. Uh, yeah. It's so funny. It's so great. Like, I don't know why the unusually high butt crack thing cracks me up so much, um, but it, I believe it. Like, I believe Jeff has an unusually high butt crack. Yeah, like, how, like, true. like, how, like, what percentage higher, too? Like, uh, I feel like an inch. And a whole inch? Wow. <laughs> that is unusual. Jeez. It just feels true to me. Like it feels like if he wore like regular midwise jeans, that like he still mm -hmm. might have an issue. You know. Now again, I didn't look at his jeans in this episode, but uh, I can't picture the Jeff Winger butt. Is does he have a like? I feel like I'm, I'm thinking like Hank Hill butt. Like does 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 Joe McHale have a butt or is it like flat? Um, no, he has a butt. I remember seeing a close up of his butt in like the paintball episode when he's in his boxers. We get like a pretty close up view of it. He has a nice butt. Yeah, I mean, okay. he works out the rest of his body. I feel like it tracks that he'd also like focus on the glutes, you know? Yeah. Can't really do much um, about the butt crack though, right? No, if you just have a high butt crack, you you can't fill it in like it's just this what it is I no, guess. Spa no, no spackles gonna help <laughs> no. so uh troy takes britta away back to her quadrant uh and the women of course are tell jeff you should win every award and he goes mm -hmm. there's awards yeah uh 
and this is when it's award time, ladies and non-Gentile men. Uh, <laughs> welcome to Howie Schwartz's Star Mitzvah Awards. Okay, so uh, that first announcer, I was trying to figure out if that was supposed to be an impersonation as well, because we hear all these mm -hmm. announcing voices. And I like even with the closed captioning, it just says announcer. So I couldn't nail it. I thought maybe it was a Joan Rivers, but uh, uh, it definitely uh, it's just generic. It seems like a, a man, too, but I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell either. Um I don't know. I, I for me, I think it was easier with the the visual cues, right? Because yeah. we have fake Morgan well, Freeman and fake Bono. Yeah, but we hear fake Sean Connery. We hear fake Chris, uh, uh, Kristen, Christopher Walken, mm -hmm. and fake uh, Jack Nicholson. Yeah, but those voices are so iconic, right? right. So I think they'd be easier to tell. Yeah, um, I, I know. I was trying to figure out because it definitely was not like just an announcer voice. It was definitely yeah. some type of impersonation uh, of something. So if, it, yeah. if someone knows, let us know. Yes, please do. Um, so he Howie Schwartz starts winning for best math student, cleanest room, coolest skateboard tricks, best Halo score, which also feels very 2012. Um, yeah. And mo <laughs> and then hey. we get most handsome young man. Um yeah. And we get Oprah, a.k.a. Shirley, presenting this. Uh, How is Schwartz? <laughs> and Jeff flips out. But uh, Jess, out of these categories, uh, yeah. uh, excluding Most Handsome Young Man, which one do you think you could have won? Uh, best math student, uh, cleanest room, <laughs> coolest skateboard tricks, or best Halo score? So easily I can rule out coolest skateboard tricks. I owned a skateboard once. I put on a lot of pads and I could not do it. I tried. I was the kid who like wore, uh, do you remember the shoes where they were like Vans? And there was one with those like an E at, at knees or something. What was it called? Uh, there were ooh. like these sh skater yeah. shoes that skaters yeah. wore. Yeah. And I bought them because I thought they were so cute and so cool. And I was going to be a skateboarder. And then I could not skateboard to save my life. So definitely echoes? not that one. Were they called Echoes with like a K? E K C. No, or... not those no. ones. I could have swore. That, yeah, they were Etnies. Etnies shoes. Oh, okay. All right. Where the E was like on its side. Mm. Um, They were very flat. I remember. Yeah, those uh, are cool stuff. I mean, I wore those too. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm so this. cool. I know to skateboard. Yeah. I definitely don't. Uh, so not yeah. that one. I mean, like, I'm not great at math. Like, I'm okay at math. Like, I could get by, but like, definitely not my strong suit. <laughs> Um, I would say now, now I would probably be at cleanest room. Mm. Even when I was a child, probably by children's standards, I had a decently clean room. Uh, I've never played Halo. Yeah. So definitely not that one. Me neither, but I feel like Halo is the one that I'm going to win now. <laughs> all those? Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, that seems like the one I'm most qualified to win if I had to look, including most handsome young men. Yeah, most handsome young man. Uh, but yeah, we see Jeff flip out. We see the yeah. apple just like explode. Yeah, and they they do the Oscar thing where you see both of the nominees. Oh, <laughs> like, so good. I love how they pull up Jeff's face like he's even nominated. Like, why would he even think he's not? <laughs> There's that one point where he's like, "Oh, it's his bar mitzvah." Yeah, of I'm course, not gonna win uh, anything. Of course, I'm not gonna win anything. And then he's like, Bruh, "There's a category for most handsome young man." Yeah, he starts doing these faces too when he becomes like the Hulk. Is so yeah. Funny. He like rips his suit. He runs on stage. 
stage. He steals the award. Everyone boos him. <laughs> and then he like kisses Shirley mm-hmm. and he's like, you wanted it. And we're all like, no. Yeah, that was, yeah, that, was gr- that was gross. There is like a moment where though he does rip open his shirt and then like we get an Annie reaction shot where oh, she's she like, oh, hello. It. Yeah. yeah. Cause yeah. he got the abs. Of yeah. Um, and yeah, but then he, <laughs> then he like assaults Shirley. Yeah, not um, great. Oh, you all want it. And so Chang sends his be- like baby sh- soldiers at Jeff, yeah. but he like knocks their heads together. Yeah, it's funny too because he like like it isn't like he's like throwing them at all. He just mm-hmm. kind of slowly pushes them over and they like just fall over really easily. Yeah, which is children. funny. Funny too. Then he starts to run away, right? And he gets uh, darted in the butt. In the high high my butt Chang, crack. In the high butt crack by Chang. Yeah. And he just pulls it out and he goes, and then he just runs. But yeah. the way he runs is like no other human being has ever run in it, the world. It looks like, uh, you know that famous footage of Sasquatch where it's like someone caught footage of Sasquatch walking and he's like doing maybe, that pause. Yeah, maybe that's what he was trying to like emulate. I, I honestly think the look on his face too, he really reminds me of the Jim Carrey Grinch. Like, like I feel like he's oh. like he look like I know he's trying. I think he's just trying to be like Lou Ferrigno in the Incredible Hulk, right? Because we get the sad, yes. Hulk, the parody sad Hulk music. But uh, uh, yeah, I, I like he's doing like that weird grin that the the Grinch does when he when he does like the huge smile. So uh, yeah, and so I, he like runs out of the party. Um, and, uh, Troy and Vinny just kind of like look at each other and then Howie runs up and he's like, oh my gosh, dad, you got the Hulk. By the way, <laughs> Howie's dad does like one of the coolest gestures ever. The way he points at Vinny, like uh, the dad is shocked, but then he just goes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and like <laughs> Vinny turns to Troy and goes, you're lucky. <laughs> Debt yeah. repaid. Uh, yeah, uh, forget a uh, Jeff's swagger. I think yeah. I think it was uh, I think it was Howie's dad who has the best swagger of oh, all yeah. time. He his swagger has a new swagger for sure. Mm-hmm. Imagine Howie's dad wearing uh, aviators. <laughs> I, th- I think would the lose de- it. The dean would be dead. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, so Abed's debt is now paid, uh, and so they're at uh, Pierce and a kid are at the bar, and he's just like, "Oh, boogie nights." And Pierce is like, I'll take it. Because he calls him like Fat Burt Reynolds. Yeah. He's like, I'll take it. Yeah, Fat Burt Reynolds from Boogie Nights. I'll take mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, back at the apartment, Troy gets home and he sees Abed sitting on a chair with like a leg cast boot thing on under a blanket. And he starts freaking out. He's like, what did they do to you? Where are they? Uh, and a Robin Williams impersonator comes out of uh, out of the kitchen. They're gonna do Patch Adams. He's pretty good, to be honest. This Robin uh, Williams so impersonator. Good. Yeah, yeah, I think the Morgan Freeman was pretty good, and the Bono yeah. was pretty good. But uh, in terms of this, looking like those characters, I would agree with that yeah. for sure. Well, I mean, and this guy's full on got the impression down. This he's guy like has the voice. The, yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, I, see, it feels like an impersonation like, that would be easy to do. And the second I started, it's I don't have it. <laughs> There's, there's no way to do Robin Williams and get it. If, I uh, think you... it's kind of impossible unless you're doing like a Mrs. Doubtfire. Because that's oh, very hello! easy. Oh, hello! Yeah. It was a run by a fruit. <laughs> yeah. See, Pop, uh, like, I, I think that, like, Popeye, maybe you could even do, but that's like a Popeye impression. Yeah. Not a Robin just... Williams. <laughs> yeah. So they're going to do Popeye next. And of course, Abed is olive oil because 
mm-hmm. you know, why wouldn't he be? Yeah. Uh, and Troy is pissed. He goes into the blanket fort and he's like, get out. And yep. I don't know what the heck was going on here. So a man comes out with lobsters. I, I know didn't know what that is. was. I know who it is. Uh, who is this that? Is, this is Woody Allen. Um, <laughs> not great. Uh, but th- in the movie Annie Hall, there's like a famous scene where like he's trying to make lobsters, but he's like too awkward and scared to put the lobsters in the pot. So that had to be Woody Allen. Okay. The other ones I got, or at least to me, it looked like both the man and the woman were pretty women, pretty woman impo- impersonators. Like uh, one of them I, was I, Richard Gere or whatever. N- the shirtless guy with the dove, I don't think was Richard Gere. Oh, uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a guy from Blade Runner, though the the bad replicant in Blade Runner, like Blade and there's Runner. like yeah, Blade Runner. Okay, um, I haven't um, seen that. Okay. But I, wait, I Blade Runner you. is a 2017 movie. No, that's the new remake. That's the oh, sequel, there was a first Blade Runner one. 20, okay. 2049. Um, the first one starring uh, um, Harrison Ford, uh, and the main bad guy. I'm looking him up right now. I should have looked him up. Uh, yes. Uh, is it? Is it? It's Rucker Howard, I think, who's he's trying to Okay. He, I like, just assumed he was, they were two characters from uh, Pretty Woman. Because <laughs> he kind of looked like the guy who plays uh, the guy in Pretty Woman. Richard, Richard. Yeah. Gere, for, Richard yeah, for sh- yeah, for sure. It's the guy from Blade Runner. I just found the image. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm, I'll, I'll, here, I'm going to chat it here, but uh, uh Sorry, if, oh. uh, it, should, it should be a fine link. It should be a fine. Yeah, a fine link. I see. Uh, He's shirtless because he did have that light, that light yeah. and, uh, wig on. Yeah, he had the, a wig on. Then for sure, it's Julia Roberts as like Pretty Woman in the like while she's a prostitute outfit. Yes. Um. Yes. Before she like takes off the wig and yeah, before and she does the like big mistake, huge, yeah, huge. Yeah. She doesn't have the huge hat. She doesn't. Yeah, she uh, doesn't do. The- yeah. thing yet with the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no no slippery suckers uh she doesn't ask for ketchup for her uh steak gosh pretty um, woman's a good movie um, so good yeah. uh so abed and goes then, in do you get the last guy though the last guy there was another out. guy i thought there were yeah. only three people there was one after uh julia roberts and it's very clearly a manic tom cruise because he's got like the glasses on he's smiling and he's like doing like uh i think this is going to be around the time of the couch jump situation okay on Oprah's. he jumps on oprah's couch i've seen yeah. this yeah, yeah. I, I, he was is, very... is that when he's dating Katie Holmes? Yeah, he's, he's very... like, I'm in love, and yeah, he loses his mind. That's, yeah, that's why he jumped on the couch. Was yeah, he, okay, that's, that's what he I was that in love with Katie Holmes. <laughs> I mean, Katie Holmes is beautiful, I get yeah. it, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I, I, I did Dawson never jump on a couch, uh, like that. <laughs> I don't, not so far, he hasn't jumped on couches. <laughs> I could see it though. I could see him doing maybe that. Pacey. I could see Pacey, Pacey would jump. definitely jump on yeah, a couch for yeah. sure. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so Abed goes in to see Troy and he's like, are you mad at me? And Troy says no. And so Abed's like, okay. He's like, I'm going to go play in the dreamatorium and do some inspector space time. Uh, so he goes to leave and Troy's just like, uh, Abed, stop. He's like, I'm mad at you. And he's like, but you just said you weren't, you lied. We made a deal October 15th, 2009. Friends don't lie to each other. Uh, and Troy says he had to work really hard to help Abed. And he's like, you can't do what you want all the time. Sometimes you're just going to have to trust that I know better about stuff. 
And so Abed like thinks about it and he's just like, I don't want to stop being your friend. So I guess I'll let you like, let you tell me what to do sometimes. So best friends. And um, so then he's like, okay, well, I'm going to go. I, I kind of want to play by myself right now. And Abed or Troy goes to do the handshake and Abed leaves him hanging. Mm-hmm. So sad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> What's going on there? Hmm. It's not good. Um, Abed's having a moment. Yeah. Um. Meanwhile, we see Jeff knocked out on the side of the road and like people are running, like are driving by yelling at him. And my favorite one was, you know, Seacrest Hulk, you're a Meshugana. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> All of them are like, I love you, Seacrest Hulk. And like, yeah, yeah. Seacrest Hulk. It was uh, good. So, so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, of course, uh, Britta picks him up and she's just like, what you're feeling is called shame. It means you're getting better. You're going to be safe once those pills wear off and jeff's like you know what you could be the person i i uh you study for psych and she's just like oh no you're out of my league diagnostically speaking i'm gonna go with someone less complicated like abed abed yeah just like abed <laughs> yep. he's the, to be fair he's the one who got the normal reading on the halloween episode he's the most normal yeah that's yeah right sure <laughs> um we're in the dreamatorium and abed is in like a spaceship called the ss abed uh, and evil Abed is his co-pilot. He says there are many advantages to traveling by yourself. You could drive faster, change direction, and the only pee bakes are yours. Uh, and so when Abed says, cool, 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 evil Abed says, hot, 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 hot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think there are like many other advantages to driving by yourself. Number one, you can listen to a podcast and no one's going to like yes. bother you or talk to you in the middle. Like uh, yeah. also like, I feel like anytime I put on a podcast in company, everyone is always more like let down. Like I'm like, Oh, this is the best podcast. I love this podcast. Let's listen. And then they're just like, they're not interested. They're just like, Oh good. That's yeah. nice, Tim. Where they um, talk over it. And you're like, yeah. no, but actually I want to hear what they're saying. Yeah, this what, isn't like music yeah. where you could talk over it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I listened yeah. to this one at one time speed. This is, this is a good one. Like, why, why don't you like what I like? <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah. I do enjoy it. depends on who I'm driving with. But if I have to drive with like a coworker, truly yeah. the worst case scenario, <laughs> because it's like you can't you not only can't listen to a podcast, but you also have to make small talk. Oh, small talk is the worst. It's like, the how's the weather? Always uh, the weather. It's always yeah. the weather. Did you watch? Uh, do you see anything on Netflix lately? <laughs> oh, no, I haven't. I haven't seen that one yet. No, yeah, I, I heard it's good. It's so bad. It's so terrible. No one wants that. Uh, so then we get the end credit scene where like this song, it's like an anthem is playing and like we're zooming in on Chang and his different like bells and whistles on his outfit. And he's like doing a whole salute. Who is ready to Chang the world? And there's like the tiny children from the bar mitzvah. Chang, 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 Chang. I'm pretty sure this is a parody of the movie Patton, which like has, uh, the, the, General Patton, who led the the United States Army into World War Two, Normandy, uh, like gives this speech in front of a giant American flag uh, in that movie, and I'm pretty okay. sure that's what they're referencing right here. That's why he's standing in front of the giant Greendale flag. Yeah, that makes sense. I had no idea what this was referencing. I was like confident it was probably referencing a movie. <laughs> 
Um, but I, I mean, as far as like streets ahead, streets behind, like this is behind, like it does nothing for me, especially because I absolutely cannot stand the storyline. So it, it, it's setting up this overthrow story arc, right? But it's yeah. not, it's not very funny. Although I do, I do think Ken Jeong does the thing at the end where he's like, like saying, yeah, come on, keep chanting, yeah. keep chanting with his hand. Uh, or it's just like, yeah, worship me, worship me. Um, yeah. That's funny. But other than that, it's just a lot of like close-ups and direct parody to this movie that like is old when the movie was made. Yeah, absolutely. Or when I'm the, when the TV show was made. It's a behind. It's not It's not great. Um, let's get into our, our meow meow beans because we had, I feel like we had, I agree with you, like some characters are better serviced in this episode mm -hmm. than others. So why don't you do yours first? What sure. All right. Um, I thought my lowest rating went to Jeff, who I think is uh did not like the the assault on Shirley for Ooh. sure. Um, I mean, we get to see Jeff Abs, but there's too much Jeff Abs to, for me. Um, and you know, it's it's just a lot of him like doing the fake smile and going into his eyeball to see the the apple. So the apple probably would get more meow meow beans than uh, Jeff. Um, I, Britta was great. I gave her a four. Uh, a, white jacko alone raised it up a whole yeah. number for me uh abed's a four in this one too even though like abed's a little distanced i liked uh him doing all of the imp the um uh, reenactment stuff like the fugitive th things uh mm -hmm. i didn't kill my wife uh stuff yeah like that, that was very good troy got a three again he's the he's the straight man uh, uh you know we we talked about him he did a couple moments that made me laugh Pierce, even though he's mostly alone in this episode, thought the Brando stuff was funny. I liked with the doorman. He literally turns around, takes off the hat and mustache and turns back around. And the doorman guy does it like, oh, OK, I see. <laughs> yeah, He's like, uh, Brando It's probably under fat. Uh, so that that's really good. Annie, I gave a three. Um, Chang got a three. But Dean, this is all time five for Dean. Dean, just that one scene alone. Uh, Listen, it's it's not about how much you're in the episode. It's how much you pack a punch yeah. when you mm -hmm. are there. And he yeah. packs a big old punch. Yeah, and I think Dean would have rated that a five as well, uh, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had kind of similar rankings to you. At the bottom, I did also have Jeff at a two. I mean, even beyond the assault on Shirley, I just don't think this is a great Jeff episode. There's not a ton to really like. I think... The stuff I do like is coming from his opposite, which is Britta, who I gave a three and a half to. I just think like the hee hee like kills me. Like I just like Britta is knocking it out of the park this season. I just think she's brilliant. So she got a three and a half. Yeah. Um, I gave threes to Abed, Pierce, and Chang. Abed. I don't know. For me, he doesn't really do a ton this episode. I don't really, I'm not laughing a lot at anything he's doing. Um, Chang, again, this is the start of me really, really hating the Chang storyline. I did give him a three because I love the, who brings a scalpel to a bris? Um, that was, that was very funny. Uh, and Pierce gets a three just because like, Again, like the the Marlon Brando said, like this, I don't know. There was nothing really. There was not a lot there there for me. Like it's above average, but it's not that much above average. Yeah, for me, he I gave him a four just because I thought he was more than a three, and uh, 
also I'm a weirdo who doesn't give half. So I'm either all in or all out. So <laughs> I'm a weirdo uh, who doesn't give halves. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I'll never give point fives or anything. So sorry. Um, but uh, uh, for me, I liked it because there wasn't like really anything racist uh in his comedy this week, and that right? is why he got above average for me because most of the time he's below average with his racist nonsense mm-hmm. so um uh yeah shirley and annie i gave three and a half to i love shirley's oprah impression i think it's very funny and really good um and yes. uh troy i gave you know i gotta i gotta get i gotta Troy a 3.5 as well i think like like you said, like the tiny dance movements as uh, as Michael Jackson is very funny. But like, I just feel like there were some missed opportunities where even though he is playing the straight man, I think you they could have added a bit more humor into what Troy got um, this episode. So I don't know. He just wasn't all there for me. And of course, Dean, I also gave a full five, too, because that Dean moment is just so beautiful and amazing and like everything to me. Uh, so he has to get the five. Uh, great news is uh, th- we haven't had a ton of movement in the character rankings, but Britta has retained her lead still, and Dean has now surpassed Pierce. <laughs> Heck yeah! <laughs> so he is at a one hundred one point five versus a one hundred point five for Pierce, uh, which tracks. I mean, Dean isn't in every single episode, so he doesn't like a lot of times he'll get zeros when he's not around, but like mm. when he is there, he's fire. So yeah. you gotta love it. Yeah, Uh, there's just something, you know, like the Dean is one of the more cartoony characters, especially the more it goes on. And he's just there's just something like I would say the next most cartoony characters, Chang. Right. And there's just something so much more pure and excellent in the Dean that I would rather watch the Dean than Chang any day of the week. Oh, easily. Yeah. Um, onto the Dean's list. Uh, I gave my point to Vinny. I found him pretty funny. I don't know. I just I like I thought like his interactions were pretty good. There aren't a ton of side characters this episode. Like I could have given it to Howie, like given him the award. (laughs) Uh, But Howie also is like a child who's very annoying and like feels very privileged. And I didn't really care about him. Um, (laughs) You're jealous of his math skills, huh? (laughs) Yes. I want to be the most handsome young man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I like there, I could have given it to Leonard, but again, he's also not like he's one line, and it's not like and super funny. And he's not true Leonard. This is a weird. He's not Leonard doing a moment. raspberry. Yeah. He's not. Yeah. You know. Yeah, he's not the real Leonard. Um, but who did you give your Dean's List point to? I had to go with uh, a character who I love that this is his first episode. and We'll see much more of him. But uh, Moby Impersonator, a.k.a. soon to be named as something else once it gets spoiled. Uh, yeah. So, yep. So great. Um, yeah, it'll be fun to see him back. Um, and then as far as our episode ratings in terms of cools, this episode for me is not one of my favorites. I don't think like it just doesn't make me laugh as much. And I don't know if it's on me in terms of like not understanding the references or if it's just like not a lot of characters are getting a lot of very funny moments, even though this is like an Abed episode it doesn't feel like an Abed episode. Like we're missing a lot of Abed in the Abed episode. So I think like most characters had a very average 
time. And so it's really hard for me to give this a very great score. Um, of course, it's still community. and It's still very fun and good. Uh, so I gave it a 2.3. Uh, currently, I think it's my lowest rank. Oh, no, sorry. It's, it's the second lowest ranked episode of the season for me. Advanced Gay is by far worse. Um, so, <laughs> but it's fine. It's a decent episode. Uh, what about you, Tim? Oh, well, again, I'm a weirdo who won't give points. So I either had to choose between a two or a three for this. And I went with a three because there is a lot of like, and and I I understand what you say about none of the characters are serviced. It's more so, I I almost feel like the the Brita storyline is like the main focus, even though it's supposed to be the Troy. Like that's where the most funny parts are. Mm -hmm. Um, But the background characters, all the fake impersonators, there is a lot of like you can pause and laugh moments where it's like, oh, my gosh, that's that's who that's supposed to be. Or uh, yeah. and the, they're all off a little bit. Um, I, I had a good time. So a three. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You and you were actually very close to what the um, what the audience thinks. They have this at a two point nine two. So overall, that's going to bring it at a two point seven four for the average, putting it in second to last place with advanced gay being way far at the bottom this one's closer to 10th than it is to 12th at a 2.83 is one step above it so it's not a bad score like i think this is the thing that i would talk i would point to when people ask like oh is two season two or three your favorite two is my favorite i just think it's more consistent this is the kind of inconsistency i talk about when i mentioned season three in terms of like it doesn't feel it feels like it's kind of a um, a stepping stone episode. We're like, okay, there's trouble with Abed. We're going to get into later. The Changening is happening. And Britta is super into psych right now, right? Like, it's kind of setting things up a little bit for the future. But in, yeah. in kind of a more not as funny of a way as I, other I, episodes do. I, I think it's also setting up where you have future knowledge and know that, like, most of these will pay off badly if anything like the homer simpsonification of britta is is in effect we are starting to see signs of her being dumbed down and being just a weird uh character and and uh you know the chang plotline doesn't isn't anyone's favorite i don't think so uh yeah. No, we'll see. I'm very curious to get uh, Josh's thoughts on the Changing, especially when we get into all of the stuff that's going to happen with Chang <laughs> uh, in this season and get his. He is definitely more of a Chang lover than most. So I'm very curious to see how it plays with him specifically. Well, I hope um, he enjoys it. Yeah, me too. I'm not rooting for him to dislike it. I would love if someone loved it. Um, plus, yeah. I would think it would make for very interesting podcasting when I just freaking hate it so much (laughs) Um, but this has been so much fun tim i really appreciate you coming on filling in for josh doing a great josh impression oh um, yeah the whole i love pizza (laughs) as always that is what josh says on podcast that's his catchphrase right people want to hear more from you where can they find you where can they check you out uh, yeah yeah if you want to hear more from me uh re-listen to this episode or uh you can follow me on twitter at, at shut up tim uh i'm also on two other podcasts semi-regularly uh i um am with the real weird sisters uh with martha and alice who do their Harry Potter podcast. Uh, we do a series called the T- or Take Five, where we're currently watching Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. That's uh, Alfonso Cuarón's Magnus Magnum Opus for all of mankind. The third 
Harry Potter movie, and we're watching it five minutes at a time. And we discuss the movie. How far into the movie minutes. are you now? Uh, we we just finished. Uh, <laughs> we're we're good like two hours into the movie now. So I think we did like I think we're like uh, shoot. I can tell you what take we just recorded so was that uh, I think we're like at take five to 24 we've done 24 episodes oh each doing five minutes of the movie and each episode is at least an hour and a half to two hours oh of a God. podcast so uh the sisters uh hate that movie and uh i went in loving that movie but watching a movie at five minutes at a time and talking about it is not a way to continue to love anything i don't think <laughs> so it's not a natural way to discuss uh, a movie you and we uh episode that's going to come out soon we just saw um <laughs> we've time traveled already harry and hermione are standing in the woods watching yeah. the event themselves come out of the whomping willow and the werewolf okay. transformation so so we just did the scene where hermione goes oh you know and howls yes. um so that was a hermione howl impression as well so um <laughs> i'm hermione Ow! um and so uh yes so check out uh the real weird sisters they're also uh they, they cover harry potter but if you're not into harry potter they also have started a series uh on just children's novels that they've read as as kids they just did oh, a box car fun. they just did the boxcar children which was a really fun episode so oh that's um, great check them out and i'm also on the the franchise's patreon behind the patreon paywall uh the franchise is a movie podcast that covers uh movie franchises with daniel ehrenberg and um uh logan uh be there and and uh on the patreon we do a show called uh comp beast where we're watching reality television and currently we're watching uh, or we just finished season 11 of The Challenge, which is oh my uh, gosh, Gauntlet 2. And oh it was, yeah, it's very old. It was, it was, <laughs> I think it came out about 2006 also. So, yeah. uh, um, it's, it's very old, but it's enjoyable, especially. And, and of course, we talk about uh, Big Brother and, and modern challenges and stuff like mm. that. So, just, just Amazing. talking fun. Yep. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, you can find me at the Just Sterling on Twitter. Of course, I'm podcasting on post show recaps. I have two new things going on. I'm covering Paper Girls, the Amazon Prime video series that premieres. Uh, if you're a patron, it's going to premiere tomorrow. If you're listening to this, uh, if if you're not a patron and you're listening to this on Saturday, it's already out. Go check out the podcast. Um, I'm also going to be covering the new Pretty Little Liars or uh, what is it? Ooh. Original Sin on Ooh. HBO with Sarah Ferguson. Uh, we just Ooh. covered the first episode today. Gotta say, it's great to be back with Pretty Little Liars. It's on <sighs> HBO, so it's way more scary. Like mm. there's actually some jump scares and it's a little creepier than the OG Pretty Little Liars. But is, one episode down is very fun. Is is A still the villain? So they, they it's a whole different set of girls, but they still... Um, they don't sign off as A, but there's A, like, things everywhere. Like, every mm. A is, like, red. Um, okay. And they're, they're, it's it's really fun. There's a lot of little Easter eggs like that in the show. Um, but that's been fun so far. Um, and, uh, and, of course, you could also find me on Shit 90 Shows Taught Me with Sarah Ferguson, where we're covering Boy Meets World, Dawson's Creek content. We've got a lot going on over there and we're like oh, yeah. deep into both shows now so yeah. we're nearing the end of our boy meets world journey by the end of the year we'll be uh 
all done all done up on boy meets world oh man I know. Um, but yeah, and of course, if you want to support us here at Posher Recaps, you could do so in a whole number of ways. You could leave us ratings and reviews. We would so appreciate that. Of course, you can also become a patron. PosherRecaps.com slash Patreon. Uh, at the $5 level, you get early access to this podcast as well as some other podcasts. Um, and then access to our Discord, which at the $10 level, you just see everything. There's so many channels. You want to <laughs> talk snacks? You, there's a channel for it. You want to talk, you want to post pictures of your pets and see other cute puppies channel for that too. There is literally something for everyone there. Uh, and yes, last, least, yeah, of course we also have the new merch store, posterrecaps.com slash store. There's super cute shirts and hats and mugs and there's little wombats on them. Uh, so go check out all of that. There's so much, there's something for everybody there as well. Um, next week, we'll be back with Season 3, Episode 13, Digital Exploration of Interior Design. Uh, so something to look forward to. Josh will be back. We'll get his, uh, we'll get his impersonation of Tim. Well, so that way we can get both sides of it. Oh, no. What, <laughs> what do I love? <laughs> I love pizza! <laughs> oh, I know. He could just say, I hate decimals. Oh, no. I love Shrek, obviously. Oh, well, obviously. That's yeah. the easiest one. Mm -hmm. uh, so he'll be back. We'll get his opinions on the Changening, of course, as well. Um, but Tim, thank you so much for joining us. This is so much fun. Thank you. I had an absolute blast. Love talking community. I'm excited that you guys have, are keep going and, and always enjoy uh, community building. So, yeah, it's been so much fun. Uh, all right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We will talk to you all next week. Bye. This is a show in season three. If you didn't know, we included the Dean, Wiggler, and Jazz. Here till it ends. Meet up to pass or fail dream tale with all of our friends. The brightest timeline's here to shine the way. Community building is here to stay. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.